0: Hello, and thank you for tuning in to the Stuff I Heard podcast. I'm your host, Joshua Peak, and we are getting into November now. We have uh, the Marine Corps birthday coming up November 10th, the 247th birthday of the United States Marine Corps, founded in a tavern, Tun Tavern, Pennsylvania, 1775. My Marine Corps came alive. Yes, sir, buddy. So let's talk about stuff I heard. Let's talk about some interesting things that are out there in the universe that are uh, entertaining and otherwise eventful. Um, first of all, hats off to uh, the Georgia Bulldogs for beating Tennessee yesterday on TV. Um, pretty impressive win uh, for Georgia. It was uh, it was quite a day for football. Got to enjoy some good games. Um, but also, I do want to give a shout out to the Sober October crew of Joe Rogan, Bert Kreischer, Tom Segura, Ari Shafir. Um, I watched their three-plus-hour podcast at Joe's Compound in Austin, Texas. And the one thing I couldn't uh, escape thinking about is the camaraderie of friends and how important that is that you have friends and how important it is that you find people of like minds that at times challenges you, at times finds your funny bone and encourages you to do things better or to become better or to uh, thrive for better. Um, It is, as I understand it, kind of rare to have that kind of camaraderie with people. Um, It takes effort, right? And it's not lost on these guys that they're extremely lucky for what they do in a time that they're doing it in where technology allows them The bonds that they have together, um, with one another. And, you know, it's the perfect time for comedians to be able to finally financially be able to take care of themselves and also promote each other and do great things all in between. And to be honest, my podcast for a large part of this has been talking about my love of comedians and my love of comedy and of these comedians as well. Um, I, uh, of course I'm a huge fan of Bert Kreischer. I'm also a big fan of Tom Segura and Joe Rogan. Um, I have seen Rogan once. I've seen Tom once. I've seen Bert now. I don't know, maybe six or seven times. I, I don't even, I don't, I don't, I would have to really write it down to like keep track of how many times I've seen him now. And every time i see him, it's great. I have a great time. I have a really great time. Uh, he is, he is, uh, performing, uh, closest to me next year at the Bell Auditorium in Augusta on March 30th. It's a Thursday, so I'll have to take like a Thursday and Friday off. That shouldn't be a problem in March. Um, but uh, but yeah, so I plan on seeing him then. And if anybody wants to go along and hang out, that'll be fun. We could do that. And if you can't, I fully understand. But um, my brother-in-law lives there, and I don't think he's ever seen Bert. And he lives in Augusta, so it might be a good opportunity for him to go. And for just him and I to spend some time together and that might be cool too. Um, so anyway, let's talk about a few things, uh, not just that podcast, but also about, I know I mentioned this before. There's a podcast called confused breakfast. Okay. I heard about him on Bert's podcast. I talked about it last week. I talked about how I checked out some of their podcasts or was going to check out some of their podcasts. And this week I actually did. Um, I listened to, I guess it's their most recent episode about the movie Aliens that came out in uh, 1986, and I remember this movie, and I got to say, I was talking to my buddy Josh Treadway about this, and I said, I'm listening to their podcast, and I am honestly feeling like I shouldn't be doing a podcast. Um, I know this is this is going to come out of left field for some people because they're going to be like, wait, really? What? Um, these guys are knowledgeable, they're funny, they're friends. There's an element of, um, research that's involved in this, as well as the nostalgia and fandom of movies that really I am captivated with. And I want to listen to more episodes. Matter of fact, I have a few trips that I'm going to be taking coming up and I plan on downloading these podcasts that they've done and listening to more of them while I'm on the road because I got to tell you it's pretty fascinating listening to them talk about aliens I am into um just different background information that they find out some behind the scenes information uh different ways these characters can be seen now that it's you know so many years later um I'm, I am totally impressed uh on their YouTube page they only have currently uh 3 let's say 3.97 thousand subscribers. So less than 4,000 subscribers. And I know with your help, they could get to that 4,000. Just go to their page, watch one of the episodes, listen to one of the episodes. Uh, You don't have to watch it. You can actually download a podcast anywhere now, but listen to one episode, find a movie that's in their list and listen to one episode about the movie they're doing. If it's a movie that you're into, I guarantee you within a short period of time, you're going to be like, Oh, I am listening to all of these. And I know this is, I know this is a weird thing to say, especially in 2022, when it seems like everybody has a podcast and everybody's, you know, pulling at your uh, attention from different directions. I feel that same way whenever I look across, you know, whatever's on Netflix now, because I'm like, hey, I wonder what shows I've missed because I'm watching uh, sports or I'm, you know, conducting my life in real lifetime and doing things that involve not the TV or not any kind of distractions like this. And I mean, immediately, just upon scanning the things that are on Netflix, I look at, you know, there's three or four different shows I want to watch. There's like 10 different movies I feel like I should have watched already. There's new shows that are coming out that I'm like, oh my God, this is so amazing. We are literally living in a time right now where some of the best content is coming out and we don't have enough time to consume it, Um, which is it's good and bad. Okay. It's good because I know that at a certain point, we're going to go back and be able to catch up on these things because it exists on the internet and hopefully to live there for uh, forever. Um, I felt that way whenever I finally was able to catch up with the breaking bad or the walking dead or some of the classic shows that I had missed when those things were current. But now it seems like every single platform is coming out with must see television shows and movies that you're like, God, I feel like an idiot for not watching any of this. I mean, and, and I am sort of the demographic that they're aiming for. I'm the guy that wants to talk about it. I'm the guy that's like, Oh my God, I can't believe I'm three episodes behind. I got to catch up this weekend. And meanwhile, I'm living my life and trying to do things that, you know, normal people do like, I don't know, decorate for Christmas. Yes, we're decorating for Christmas Uh, (laughs) because it's time to, I mean, Here's the thing. It's it's November now. I mean, we've got a very short period of time and it's going to be Christmas. We've got a Christmas party that we're going to be having here for some people my wife works with and we got to have the house ready. So looking at our calendar, it's like, okay, well, this is the week. We got to do it. <laughs> what? This is the week. Okay. I guess this is the week. Let's do it. So we do it. We get on board. We do it all. Um, And then once in a while, we turn the TV on and it's like, oh, and now I've got uh, 30 minutes I can catch up on. I can watch the stuff on YouTube that I want to watch. I want to watch Waylon Wire go visit my dad, our peak on YouTube, where Waylon Wire drove from Washington State cross country in a 1963 two-door Impala and basically went around and visited with family and with other YouTubers and hung out with dad. He put up a video of his visit with my dad on his channel on YouTube. It was pretty great. He does a really good job of editing and um, he's kind of learning to master the green screen and blend narrative along with the movies. And it's weird because I'm like, I can tell that I'm that many steps behind him. And I know that I will probably never get to where he's at because I just, I just don't have the desire to get to that point. Um, the technology and the knowledge of this technology and the time it takes and the equipment, I just like, Nope, I guess I'm out. But listen, It's great. Um, it's really great. Also, I mean, I'm still watching Matt's off-road recovery and whenever I have time to catch up, I'm like watching three or four episodes at a time to catch up. Um, it's really fascinating seeing them build this heavy, heavy wrecker. I'm also checking up on two bears, one cave that comes out every Monday. Um, <laughs> there's so much to consume and I can hear my own voice right now and realize that I'm frantic in talking about it because, there's so much going on that I'm interested in and I don't have any time to consume it all. Um, you know, there's the new Enola Holmes, uh, season two that came out on Netflix. Um, there's, God, there's just so much. There's so much. I'm not watching the Jeff, Jeffrey Dahmer thing. Quit asking me. I know people are asking me, Hey, have you seen Jeffrey? No, I'm not going to watch it. Sorry. Nope. I'm not going to, Uh, I will tell you what I am watching. Um, I'm still watching Andor, which comes out on Disney+. And I've said it early on, uh, this is a Star Wars show that has nothing to do with the things that we've watched before. I saw a quote this week that says, um, here's the perfect Star Wars show that has no lightsabers, no blasters, no space per se, and yet it's still a Star Wars show. And it is it's about espionage. It's about plotting. It's about, um, the story of the trauma from things changing throughout the universe, from order 66, from the clone wars, from all of these things that have occurred in a storyline and how regular people are sort of picking up the mantle of rebellion and calling themselves rebels for the first time and how Cassie and Ander are somehow the root of this, um, Right now, spoiler alert if you haven't seen it, episode nine came out and he's in prison and they've just realized that they're never getting out of prison because something went horribly wrong within the prison. And he has to plot to get out and he's trying to convince others that we have to get out of here. There's, they're going to kill us in here if we don't get out of here. And meanwhile, they're making weapons for the empire that's going to ultimately, I think the thing they're designing is parts that go to the Death Star. So it's, it's a, it's a crazy, uh, show where you're also seeing Mon Mothma, the Senator from, uh, from the first movie back in 1977, whenever she's standing in front of the group of rebels and says, we got the plans of the death star at great cost. And that, that, that mention of great cost was the movie rebel one where we first got introduced to Cassian and Now this show cat, this show is called Andor. This is about him. It's about what he did and what, and, And how he changed the way people look at things. But he sort of stumbles into this. It's not like he was just like, oh, now the Empire's taken over, and now I'm going to be the hero. No. This is the regular journey of a regular guy who's just like, man, this this ain't right. And every step of the way, he's got a self-preservation state of mind, but it also becomes what the entire rebellion anchors around and everybody on every section of the world of this story um, basically is affected by his actions and by the actions of the empire. And and in a lot of ways it mirrors things that are going on in our current life with politics and politicians, Um, how people who seem to have no care for their people make laws that affect their people in a way that hurts them the most. And they say that they're doing it, for the people. And meanwhile, they're just doing it for profit. So there's a lot of similarity between art and life in this show. And episode nine is really incredible. Um, (laughs) We get to learn more parameters about the prison. We get to see uh, sort of a Shawshank Redemption style older inmate uh, friend of theirs passes away and is sort of giving a mercy killing as he has a stroke. They also learn that uh, they're never getting out of prison because of a huge mistake that has happened on another level. And the fact that people are communicating between levels and they know about it, they're like, well, we can't let these people ever get out because then this knowledge will spark further rebellion. So their plan is to just make it so that these people all end up dying here while working for a cause. And Ander keeps saying the entire time they don't care about us because we're cheaper than droids. They can just hurt us in here like cattle and use us up until we're dead. So then they're starting to do the math. They're starting to figure out how many people per floor, how many guards are watching us, at what times can we react? How you know, they're starting to figure it out that hey, we can work together here and get ourselves out of here. And it's going to be interesting to see how this series ends their first season. And I gotta imagine it's gonna be with a huge rebellion. Um, so I'm I'm anxious for it. Um every episode gets a little bit better. My wife came in the other day, she saw me watching it. I had my phone down. I'm watching the television with my with my, my hands kind of close to my mouth, you know, kind of like, "Oh my god," you know. And she was like, "I could tell it's getting good cuz you're you you look different when you're watching something you're into." So, so that's great. Um also what's great? What's to me the best show on TV right now that that I will fight someone over uh is Peripheral on Amazon Prime. This this show is based off of a book. Um, I can only imagine, I don't know this to be fact at all. This is just my theory. I can only imagine there had to be a bidding war for the rights to this show. This show is, is beyond anything that I thought it was when I started watching it. This show takes off from the first episode and it never leaves you hanging. Um, the, the latest episode that just came out I I out loud, I think I said several times, holy cow, I can't believe, I can't believe they're, I can't believe they're going in this direction. Holy cow. I mean, it was impressive. Um, I'm just amazed. I'm amazed by the show. Um, Much in a way that, that I'm sure a lot of people felt, um, I can't even I can't even quantify it with a with a reference. That's how good it is. It's just amazing. Um there's so many subtle elements to the show of thought that goes into what you're seeing, hearing and experiencing. And it has elements of time travel. It has elements of multiverse. It has elements of game game design and gameplay and and simulations and military interactions and human interactions and just human strife in general, along with the plotting of nefarious people in and out of the picture that just, it's, it's got every element you could ask for from any show and it's extremely smart. It's made by the creators of Westworld is what I hear. Um, I don't think budget was a, was even a a thought, but it's, it's utilizing everything that technology can do right now in a, in a very efficient manner to tell a story that is incredible. And I'll just leave it at that. Yeah. So anyway, let's talk about something that, uh, that aggravated me this past week. I mean, just straight up made me angry. Um, I got a notification on my email this week saying that my podcast last week was getting a strike from Google for copyright infringement. Now, (laughs) to give you guys a reference, um, I use music that I created on GarageBand. I've actually got that video on YouTube of me making the music using just loops and samples, uh, to have like, I don't know, a little intro. That's the music that you hear in the beginning of this. So last week I did a podcast about Jeep jam, uh, the show peripheral tales of the Jedi, uh, fortune Feimster, Eliza Lessinger, um, you know, stuff like that. And I got this notification that I was getting a strike from Google for copyright infringement. And my first thought was, I was pissed off because I was like, who the who the hell thinks that I copied any of their stuff? The podcast is literally me just talking. The only thing that I am using that might possibly be deemed as copyrightable is the music that I created in the beginning of this podcast, um, I don't know, 300 episodes ago. Um, I had different music before that that I'd created that I lost because I did something goofy with my computer and and it was just gone and I couldn't get it back. And so I had to just create new stuff. And I did. And so I thought, okay, so that one was flagged for what? And my dad sent me a message and he was like, maybe it's, maybe it's for the thumbnail art that you put in the beginning. Well, I got the thumbnail art from the actual shows that I talked about. I actually took snapshots of their page on Instagram and then morphed those into a thumbnail using tricks that I learned from Think Media on how to create thumbnails using Instagram on your phone. And I was like, no, that none of that matches. None of that could be it. So I thought, okay, well, I'll when I have time, I'll get on my computer and I'll check because I know for a fact that if it's a strike for real, if it's some kind of copyrightable thing, they don't just issue you a strike. They they send you a notification in your YouTube saying there is a claim that your stuff has been copy, is copyrighted or whatever. So I was like, okay, well, I'll go on my YouTube and just see if something is there. So I did. I went on there today, went to look at it. There's nothing, nothing. So it's fake. The email that I got is fake. It's got a link that you're supposed to click. I clicked on it on my phone. It asked me to do a bunch of stuff. And I was like, I'm not doing that right now because I was busy working. Um, But it's fake. It's a link that you're supposed to click. And this may be a warning to other YouTubers out there. If you get this email... Don't click the link. Just close it. Go into your YouTube. See if you have any kind of notification on your YouTube page. If you do, then follow the steps there to argue your case or whatever this whatever the case may be. This YouTube or this uh this email that I got gave me nothing to sort of fight back with. There was nothing to say back. There was no cl- no click here to you know plead your case or to um, ask for a review or any of that stuff. It was just like, you have violated copyright infringement laws and blah, blah, blah. blah. And I was like, wait, what? So I was pretty upset about it. And (laughs) I'm usually good at sniffing out things that are fake, like, you know, some kind of email thing saying, oh, no, your credit card has been compromised. Click here to log in so that you can fix it. That's fake. Uh, Or, you know yeah, uh, if you don't click here now, your account cannot be accessed. You must access it now through this email link. Click here. That's fake. There's lots of fake stuff out there. And this is just one more of the fake things out there. the you know the <laughs> the silly thing is, I, I clicked on it today to go, all right, last week's episode, how many people have looked at last week's episode? It's only been viewed eleven times. That's how popular my podcast is on YouTube. Eleven times. I get it. It's just me. I'm kind of boring to look at. I don't do much. I'm sitting here in my podcast studio slash extra bedroom thing and I got the Boba Fett behind me, but it's just me talking, right? I'm not nearly as entertaining as when I have guests here. And believe me, I would rather do a podcast with guests because I'm better at the back and forth than I am coming up with crap all by myself. But here we are. So <laughs> to random uh, spam, whatever you want to call yourself, a uh, faker out there, um, yeah. Just be aware. There's a special place in hell for you. And uh, I hope that it, that you end up there. And, uh, for everybody else who may get something similar on their page, on their email or whatever, um, just know that it's fake. It is fake. Go on YouTube, verify. I'm good. I'm good. You're good. We're good. Yeah. um, Okay. Also, let's go talk about uh, another thing that I've watched that was very fun, uh, very distracting from my regular life. Uh, I got to watch Burt Kreischer interview Fortune Feimster. Uh, I just seen her special Good Fortune on on Netflix. It was really great. Uh, they have a really good podcast together, um, although it was mostly Burt talking. <laughs> I know that they're extremely good friends. Uh, she was on The Cabin on one of the episodes with Nikki Glaser and, um, uh, who's the Kardashian. Um, I'm missing it. Anyway, go check it out on, on YouTube. Um, not on new, on YouTube, on Netflix, the cabin. Anyway, uh, they're funny together. Um, she's a fortune nature. She's, um, uh, as he puts it, the, uh, most understated, most successful comedian right now. And that's probably true. Uh, cause if you look at her IMDB, she's on tons of television shows and doing tons of movies. And she just talked about wrapping up a series that she did with Arnold Schwarzenegger as an action star. It's going to be coming to Netflix soon. So yeah, it's going to be great. But I also got to watch, uh, Bert do an episode of something's burning with Tim Dillon and Whitney Cummings. And I love all of these humans. They're all so funny. Um Whitney is a force of nature. Um, a lot of people, a lot of people from like, from what I can tell from the comments, don't care for her for some reason. Uh, they say she's annoying. They say this and that and the other. It's all a bunch of negative stuff and I don't like that. Um, I enjoy her. I think she's hilarious. I think she's very smart. I think that even the stuff that she says, kind of off-color-ish at times, it's just her getting frustrated by the fact that she gets a lot of blowback from being successful as a woman. And I don't understand why guys feel threatened to the point that they feel they have to belittle her in order to feel bigger than her. I don't like that energy from anybody. I don't like anybody who's like, you know, yeah, well, you just blah, 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 because blah, of this. And it's like, hey, can't you just respect the fact that someone did a good thing in life and they're working hard and good for them? I mean, come on, promote the positive. Why you got to be hating? Uh, Tim Dillon, hilariously funny. They're funny together. All three of them are funny together. At a certain point, um, (laughs) I think Bert almost passes out from laughing. Falls down on the ground and he's having a hard time catching his breath. Uh, But yeah, funny show. Funny show. I like it. I'm into it. Um, I loved watching Something's Burning when it was on All Things Comedy. I really like it now that Bert's doing his own thing on his own channel. Um, I mean, Jesus, he's over a million subscribers now on his YouTube page. And this episode right now has 757,000 views five days ago from five days ago. So it's really good. Um, yeah. And that's it. I just want to wrap this up. I feel like I've been talking forever. See, that's the weird part about when you do this by yourself you have to suss out. How much time have I done? Have I talked enough? Have you guys heard enough of me? I know I've heard enough of me. I hear myself all the time and I think to myself, self, because that's what I call myself. I said, self, haven't you said enough? And, and trust me, I have. So um, if you uh, want to be on the podcast or you want to be part of this, let me know. Um, I try to do these once a week now. I know I started off really hard in the paint going twice a week, and that was unsustainable because my schedule changed and my life changed. And that's what life is all about it's about the change. So, thank you to everybody who listens. Thank you, everybody who supports me. Thank you for all the kind words that I get. I get people calling me once in a while and be like, I'm listening. I like it. So, thank you. Um, But yeah, please remember to rate, review, subscribe, share with your friends. And as always, Cue the cow. Moo.